Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. A midsummer jam. It is, indeed. What kind of fruit would a midsummer jam be? I feel like apricots are in right now. I I literally have no idea. Hmm, You say apricot. Interesting. I'm an apricot girl. I have never thought about how I say it before. I don't really say it a lot, to be honest. Me and my dad love apricot preserves. Can you make a, a jam out of stone fruits? Yes, like apricot. Is that enough? Okay. Yes. I'm really into stone fruits right now. Yes, they're the best fruits. Uh, it's undeniable. I had a nectarine last night that was transcendent. Mm. Does anyone ever make nectarine jam? They make peach jam. Yeah. Um, have you ever grilled peaches? Yes. It's one of my favorite desserts. Oh, that's, yeah. Just a, legit. Anyway. A stone fruit jam. A stone fruit. This is a stone fruit jam. <laughs> and we will begin. We will be talking about many things, including Johnny Depp's financial uh, hardship. I don't know if we can call it that. Uh, Lena Dunham's dog controversy. We're going there. I've been training. I'm ready. <laughs> it's really going to be your time to shine. <laughs> uh, we will DTR some new, some new and old relationships to dig into, and of course, we'll talk about one thing we just can't stop thinking about. But first, back to very well mined ground that remains quite fertile. The Kardashians. Lots of Kardashian controversies in the last two weeks. Yeah, your favorite family. Ugh. The number number one being. Um, Rob Kardashian's despicable social media outburst in which he um, posted pornographic photos of his ex-girlfriend and baby mama, Black China. Yeah, revenge porn. Revenge porn. Kate Nibbs wrote a good piece about this. And I feel like there's actually not a ton to add here other than to say that his behavior was despicable. Totally. Uh, And it's just not something you do. And I also feel that the posts weren't taken down quickly enough. Absolutely, because I um, like accidentally clicked on a URL that took me to at Rob Kardashian, and the photos were still there, and I was like horrified and very upset that I saw them. Yes, both Instagram and Twitter took far too long because the photographs were absolutely violating the terms of service. Yeah. And then, frankly, uh, there were a lot of media uh, companies that did not cover it uh, responsibly. No, and took a little too much glee in it, and it's just it's gross. It crossed the line. My one note. Why it's shocking this hasn't really happened before with like a celebrity couple. Yeah, I guess yes. I guess that's true. Um though I suppose I guess there's just I don't know. I guess like a, it's sort of like a real two-way street, right? Like she certainly has pictures she probably could post. So I guess in maybe other more rational breakups there's sort of like a yeah. You know, yeah, you have to assume a, a couple of things. In other relationships, there's probably kind of a mutual um, interest in not publicizing this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's very clear that Rob is not completely well. Yes, um, it's it's not totally clear what's going on, but like that's even been a plot line on the show that the the family's very concerned about him. They won't really name why, but it's just this is the worst case scenario, and I do feel like there are a lot of gray lines in what we talk about with celebrity culture and paparazzi and all this stuff and. This was just across the line. This is just not something that Yeah, happens. there's really no question here. Yeah. Um, it's it's gross. So it's a shame. Yeah. Um, that is not the only kind of Kardashian scandal no. re- of late. That's the that's the saddest one. Yes. Um, should we do Kendall and Kylie next, or you want to go with Kim? Let's go with Kim real quick. Okay. So I believe it was a Snapchat post. Yes, it was. Uh, and I can't. I don't actually know what she was actually talking about. But some Snapchat people noticed that in the background corner of her Snapchat post uh, was something that definitely resembled two small lines of cocaine. Yes. Uh, and Kim, to her credit, 
Well, I guess we can call it to her credit. It does depend on whether you believe her or not. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I do believe her. I believe her, too. Kim immediately hopped on Twitter to say, and I'm I'm just going to read it, I do not play with rumors like this, so I'm going to shut it down real quick. That's sugar from our candy mess from Dylan's Candy Shop. Um, Which I admire. You know, I obviously it's also just very good celebrity. You gotta you gotta hop on that denial, whether yeah. it's true or not. But you know, there's something about the idea of she's like, this is not something that we joke about. That like I appreciate. Me too. Kim is still very good at this. But then on Snapchat, she did her own investigation. I guess they're traveling, and she realizes that it's not the candy; it's a marble table, and the lot like the supposed lines. I didn't are just know like that the, part. Oh, you didn't know this? No. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. I thought it ended with her like her no, denial. No, no, no. So then it came up on Snapchat, and like she does her own kind of CSI. That's like, hilarious. Uh, candy lines, but she's actually like points out the specific pattern and is like rubbing it and it's just very clearly marble like the That's the hilarious. marbling of the table which is very funny. How weird. Yeah, so there are some people who have suggested yes, go so ahead. So what city were they in when I this don't happened? Know. Because she very specifically said it was Dylan can't Dylan's candy. Right. Also I should say okay, yes. Right. Of course. I was going to say there are people who are saying the two explanations means her story's not straight and she's lying. Because there's only Dylan's candy in LA and New York. Right. I will say she held up the Dylan's candy bag in the Snapchat. Okay. Now, obviously someone could have gone and gotten the Dylan's candy or to like stage shipped it. it to them or something. Yeah, absolutely. But she did like she made a point of holding up the Dylan's candy. So she's very practiced in the art of denial. Yes. Um, and then the thing that really, she showed the marble table. You got a close-up. You got her interacting with it. And the patterns match. Okay. So I do actually believe um, her explanation. And she kind of presents it as, you guys, like she was like, I just assumed that's what it was because I don't uh, mess around with that stuff. It's also, I think she doesn't actually say cocaine or drugs at any point. As far as I know, Kim is not really an imbiber of no. alcohol or drugs. So yeah. I, that's one of the reasons I believe her. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Um, it's on her scene. But I thought it was, I I might be wrong, but everything I saw, it was a very conscious choice to not even like use the nomenclature, which I thought was interesting. I think that's good. She has a lot of kids that follow her. Yeah, absolutely. And so anyway, she presents it as, uh, I you know, I just assumed it was my kids and I don't, I don't deal with that stuff, so I wanted to clarify it really quickly. But then I realized what it actually was. Um, okay. I believe her. There are a lot of people who don't. I believe her, too. Um, this is a weird one to take up and be lying about. I guess so, though, you know. I, I, I constantly so. remain shocked by how much, you know, drug and like substance use there is, kind of that you don't know about until you know about it. I don't think that's the case in this one, Me but neither. you never really I know. I believe her. Anyway, it's... It was pitch perfect PR by Kim, but like still a rare slip up. You don't even normally get the 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 mess up in the first place from her. The Snapchat mess up is like or like the kind of like insta story mess up is one of my favorites. Oh mine too. Well sure. I mean Serena forever. Yeah, that's a good one. Even like someone like Vicky Gumbelson from the um Real Housewives, she posted an Instagram like a year or so ago where she's like trying to show off something and she accidentally captures her reflection in a, in like a window and it shows that she's like not wearing a shirt it was, just, <laughs> it was really funny it was like fairly harmless but it was hilarious that's pretty good i love housewife mistakes I yeah just love, I, I just love housewives yeah anyway that's a good yeah that's a good one and Kim. so then the third kind of scandal that we need to i mean there have been a million of them in some ways well the rob one's really bad this is like an ongoing thing that the kardashians do i just find offensive 
which is they oh the the Kendall and Kylie yeah sure so they um, have like a new line they just have like so much like uh, retail available like right. products t-shirts makeup etc yeah which I want to come back to and so this last week they sold t-shirts with band and like um, posters and like cover art on them mm-hmm. without licensing the, the images so they got sued and they had and to specifically some. they used the images of Biggie and Tupac yes. without the family's permissions yes. and the, those families uh, spoke out about I think it there was a rock band that they did as well like Led Zeppelin or something like that um and as you kind of very astutely pointed out, it the scandal happened within hours. Yeah. Of this was the teasers were out there, people called them out and then like they apologized and pulled them pulled the merchandise immediately. In this particular case, I think my theory was just that it was copyright related, mm-hmm. so they had to or else they were yeah. going to uh owe a lot of people a lot of money. It was also like clearly a, a legal violation. Yes. Whereas many of their other scandals are more like offensive um, in terms of like cultural appropriation, yes. et cetera. But this is still cultural appropriation. This is sort of like Right. Their their capitalism has made the consequences more obvious. Right. But their sort of like being in the world is as offensive as ever, in my opinion. Correct. Though I, you made this interesting point. I and I think these three scandals are kind of like a nice it's a spectrum. It's a, it's a case study. Yeah. But the only like, true apology and uh, we're going to fix this and figure it out uh, is when there's money on the line. Yeah. With, which Ky- is with like, Kylie and Kendall. Yeah, which is absolutely not surprising, but it's kind of astonishing what that they can get away with. It's um, true. That's a really good point. Yeah. And that pe- people are only really held to task when there's money on the line. Yeah. Uh, the Kardashians increasingly have a lot of money on the line, so I'm curious how it's all going to work out for them. I know. You know, Kate Nibbs wrote a, a very smart piece a couple months ago now, I think, mm-hmm. on The Ringer, and it was about watching the Kardashian show, but the the thrust of the piece was that as, uh, as these various scandals kind of pop up and they get darker and darker, the Kardashian, um, the Rob Kardashian storyline being a part of that, Kim's robbery being part of it, she was just kind of like, this is no longer uh, an escapist pleasure. It's gotten a little darker to watch the mm-hmm. show. It seems kind of like the the glossy empire is unraveling a bit. And it, you're, I think we're kind of seeing that more and more. Yeah, I completely agree. I think there the ratio of, you know, from, from our perspective, the ratio of screw-ups to... Triumph. Uh, to triumph is, is minimal. As I say that, though, like y- you pointed out that they... There is a product with a Kardashian name on it, like any product you think of. There's like you can yeah, buy it with a Kardashian name on it. it. So I, it may be just a public perception thing, and they might just be raking in the money still. I think Kylie and Kendall m- m- are probably richer than Chloe and Courtney, in my guess. Oh, absolutely. Which is weird because they're so much younger. Well, they well they started earlier. Yeah. Um, they and- also have like more like I think Chloe has Chloe and Kardashian's products are like. Chloe and Courtney's products are far more like esoteric. Kylie and Kendall market to like their peers really well, which is like women, girls, like 16 to 25. Right. Well, I think they also caught their peers when they were 12 years old. And yeah. when you're 12, you can be convinced by anything as like <laughs> my old collection of Bath and Body Works products will let, you know, can convince you. But They've still grown with them. Though I think this is interesting. Did you happen to see the thread why we decided to unstand? No. This was really great. I will share this. Everyone should go look it up. But so it's a Twitter account. 
called Kendall Updates. Well, I guess it's whatever. That's the name. I we all have to do a whole other episode on um like fan accounts. Yeah, absolutely. There's one for Chandler Parsons that's I'm very familiar with. That's incredible. It's like so creepy in the attention to detail of like who he's interacting with and who like on on social media yeah. and also who's who's hanging out with him in real life is like so intense. It's cra- it's unreal. I I, th- I think there's one for everyone which is sort of I know. I don't know, you got to have passions in life. That's so that's so understanding, Amanda. It's well, I don't know. I don't know. It's like you know what? We're just like when it's on Reddit and it's about Game of Thrones, we're like, yeah, this is totally normal. It's just like the culture. And when it's like teen girls, they're that's like, fair. we're like, this is really weird. Go outside. So I stand with the teen I think girls. I think it's often not teen girls though. I think it's often like that's a valid point. Adults. Well, I mean, sure, but you know, I think that's also true of people on Reddit. So I would have been a disaster of a teen in the social media era. I was I was so in love with the Backstreet Boys when I was like this is an incredibly embarrassing story, and just speaks to how psychotic I was slash might be. Um, when we might have to cut this, you'll you'll tell me. Okay. When I was like thirteen, I just loved the Backstreet Boys so much. Sure. And I was like, how can I get them to like know how much I love them? Sure. And I I never did this, but my plan was <laughs> great. This is great <laughs> to find the largest like parcel box possible. Okay. To like send something huge, but only put like a single letter inside. So they'd be so, <laughs> they'd be so intrigued as to what was in it that they would have to open it. That's not that crazy, but that is like a great snapshot because that's definitely some sort of rom com plot, right? Of like the box inside the box inside the box inside the box is how you show your love. So like, it's it's just your influences coming together in one story, which is perfect. Do we, that's great. Do we leave this in the. Yeah, we leave it in. Okay. okay. Yeah, we do. It's not embarrassing. You were 13. Also, you didn't do it. No, but I wanted to. I was that's like, fine. I was like, how do I get a box the size of a shipping container? That's what I was like imagining oh, in my head. Oh, that's how big. Yeah. Okay. Did that's it, great. Never worked out. I think it's because like I learned in school that you could mail anything as long as it had the right amount of postage. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, what can I mail then? <laughs> that's good. I, th- I think it was a good thought. I think Thanks. it was also good restraint not to do it. You know, we are as often defined by the things we don't do as the things we do. (laughs) So I think that's good. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the support. Anyway, back to fan. Back to fan accounts. Can, Kendall right. updates. So why we decided to unstand a thread? Okay. Which, by the way, why we decided to unstand colon a thread is just like you could write a sociology paper on that alone. Probably oh. will at some point. Probably. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's quite a long thread uh-huh. filled with many visual examples. Uh-huh. But the next tweet is disclaimer: We are aware we should have stopped giving her a pass a long time ago, but at least we came to our senses. Okay. With no exclamation, which is great. And then it's just a list, like snapshot by snapshot, of everything that Kendall has done wrong. Like examples include doing what the Jenners do best, best stealing from other cultures, and it's her with a bunch of like uh, poor choices mm-hmm. in uh, fashion, wore a burqa as a disguise, calls the paparazzis and does this, and it's like her tailgating a paparazzi. The Pepsi video. It just goes on and on and on. I'm still scrolling. Um, this is a really fast, and then Kendall actually blocked these people. Like she, she we did. know that we it made it to Kendall Jenner, and she blocked them. Interesting. So this is a really fascinating mini. First of all, this is just as online culture mm-hmm. and um, what teens will do, or I guess we don't know their teens. What uh, stands will do, and also kind of the power that a stand has at this point. Because I saw this thread everywhere. Interesting. And it obviously made it to Kendall, and she blocked it. And like. I, 
I do feel when we write the inevitable rise and fall of the Kardashians, like that this will be an evi- you know, yeah, totally. a major evidence point, which is fascinating because it's just a weird Twitter thread from a like a, an anonymous person with a Stan Twitter account. Do you feel comfortable saying we're on we're on the downward slope of their popularity? I mean, that's kind of what I was saying. I I think so from where I'm sitting, but I don't own any Kardashian shit, and like a lot of people do, and a lot of people are still buying them. When Paris Hilton was on the way down, were we aware that the Kardashians were on the way up? I don't think so because the first Kardashians show, I think it was it was, it was oh seven oh seven yeah. So and yeah, Paris, Paris was still in her moment, yeah. It was towards the end, though, because Paris's moment, the simple life was when it was like 02, 03, right? Right, but I feel like 2007 was, was like all of the yeah. the paparazzi drama. I mean, 2007 is also Britney, and yeah. it was quite a year. It was a, 07 was a real celebrity shift. Yes. It's interesting, because I, 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 I don't know what's next. I don't know who's next. I, I mean, I don't either, and I feel like I... I have a question for yes. you on that note. How familiar are you with Sean Mendez? Not his music, but like his person. Uh, not at all. Because like that is like the kind of person who's really popular to teens, and he is on the. Well, ra- isn't Ed Sheeran the actual popular version of that? And now I, he has to like quit Twitter because people are mean to him. That's another. I'm thing not I want sorry. To discuss with I'm you. not sorry. I I I. You know how like it's really problematic that like the president can block people. Yes. I kind of think that if you have a certain number of followers, you shouldn't be able to block anyone. Just use the mute button or just get off. Oh, interesting. Like, I think if you're above 10 million, you shouldn't be able to block people. Because then you're suppressing... Well, it's just sort of like you're a public figure. You, people should be able to access you in that kind of way. Yeah. Like, why does Kendall Jenner... Why does, she doesn't get to block people. I don't know. Her life's so mediated to begin with. Does she really need to block people? Just get off Twitter. I don't know. Maybe that's, like, really harsh. But just think about it. Maybe uh, I'm thinking about it right now. This is interesting. Because... Why was I... I was thinking about this this morning... And just the basic idea of, I was actually thinking about it with Lena and um, the dog, which we'll come back to, but the the extent to which a a celebrity participates in the act of being a celebrity. Yeah. And it's honestly, they they choose to do more than you think. And, you know, it's the example we always give of you always see Ben Affleck in paparazzi photos and you never see Matt Damon. Yeah. And those people are equally famous. And one person is making one set of decisions and another person is making another set. And it's true. More on Ben later. Yeah. And and that is true for anyone that you can think of. And the most, the people you know a lot about um, have almost always participated and encouraged um that level of attention and they you know about them because on some level they want you to know about them probably yeah. not as much as you do and not in the way because you can always lose control but people are participating you don't get the 10 million followers without courting the yeah so the in that sense but you know again at the same time no one should be target no one should be hate like, speech but like i and, don't know and there's also this thing of just like twitter is different from like going to a restaurant you yeah. know it kind of flattens everything in a way that you know, everybody probably should just have like the same rights right. and abilities. Like to going do things. outside is more of a right than like using Twitter is though. So I'm just sort of like get off Twitter then, leave. Yeah, platforms aren't right as we learn from time to time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is like uh, that's like the wrong. I'm gonna think more about we it. We can come back to it in the future. It's interesting. Thank you. It's it's you know the card. We're gonna keep tracking them because I I think it's like kind of I'm curious about like who's next and what's next. You're you're absolutely right. We're in a celebrity turning point, and I think we've honestly been in a turning point since, um, the end of last year, and basically since the robbery and Kim's kind yeah. of defection, and then Taylor Swift's disappearance, yeah. and 
um, yeah, there's a vacancy. And at the same time, kind of the way we anoint celebrities and how we define a celebrity is changing. We're going to keep on the case. Yeah. In the meantime, let us tell you about our sponsor, Hotel Tonight. So I'm usually kind of a planner, especially when it comes to traveling. But there's this app called Hotel Tonight that's been making me rethink things. In fact, I like kind of last minute decided to go to Las Vegas for NBA Summer League, and I used it to stay at the Venetian, and then I got upgraded to the Palazzo, and it was a great experience. Also, yes, when I arrived in Vegas yes. like at noon or whatever, I opened up the app, and there was like someone like waiting there to chat with me about when I could check in. It was like it was like a, like a phone concierge experience. That's very exciting. It was, it was awesome, and this is how it works. Basically, Hotel Tonight teams up with great hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means there are always incredible deals available. And these aren't last resort places. They're cool, top-rated hotels you actually want to stay in. A friend of mine even said he thinks Palazzo is the best hotel in Vegas, and I got to stay there thanks to Hotel Tonight. Plus, there are tons of partner hotels in so many different countries. Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost anywhere. Whether I want to spend the weekend away on a whim or book myself a staycation at a cool local place, Hotel Tonight is helping me be just a little bit more spontaneous. You can even book up to a week in advance, so it's not just for absolute last-minute getaways. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe. See for yourself. Download the Hotel Tonight app now. Okay, the hottest topic right now. The Lena Dunham dog controversy. The LaFaire Lambie. Should I give the synopsis or shall you? Here's what I want to do before the synopsis. Okay. I want to. I just want to say one thing that <laughs> that an opening statement with. from Amanda no, no, Dobbins. No, no, it's not even an opening statement. It's important to remember in everything we're about to discuss that the one thing both parties can agree on is that the dog is now healthy and happy in his new home. The dog is okay. I feel like we're in like the scopes monkey trial. But the dog, like you're I know, fight, but, you're fighting for you like know, I just the want, right to teach evolution. As we are talking about this, the dog's okay. okay. The dog's healthy. That's great. So shout out to Lammy. Yeah, and that's good. And we so the dog's okay, and we can let loose. It's basically, and I think that's basically what happens. Is this is a scandal where there are no victims, and so everyone's so, just been crazy. So we can have fun with it. Yes. So go ahead, explain the scandal. Um, Lena Dunham had a dog. That she posted about on a lot, very often on social media. And she also wrote a New Yorker article about him. And wrote a New Yorker article. In the magazine. Article about him. Not just for NewYorker.com. <laughs> yes, literally in print. In print. You could you could find it at your, lo- at your local library on like microfilm. Um, <laughs> or as a PDF on the NewYorker.com if you have access. Um, ask and you your dad. can remember your login yeah. and the computer doesn't keep kicking you out. I use my dad's. It's, it's tricky. Anyway... Um, <laughs> She did an Instagram post about why she was no longer posting about Lammy. Well, could I clarify one yes, thing? Yes, please. She had very publicly in- adopted two other dogs. Right. And Lamby, Lammy, I don't know, they're like small okay. and right. have curly hair. Um, Carry on. She had once been public about very public about Lammy and he had kind of disappeared and then there were two new dogs and people started asking questions. And so she posted, sorry, I interrupted, go ahead. No problem. She posted about why she was no longer posting about Lammy, mm-hmm. and the answer was that she had decided to give the dog back. Let me just read what she wrote. Okay. It's oh. really long. Can you only read part of it? Yes, I will only read it. <laughs> it begins with a lot of you have been asking where Lammy is these days since he's always been the star of my gram. Do you call him Lammy or Lambie? I was going to ask that. I Maybe say, You don't say like, you don't say, a lamb is not a lamb. I have actually not seen a decisive... Um, 
verdict on this. So I think you should say Lambie and I should say Lambie. Okay. Just to reflect the confusion in the world. Great. Okay. I'll carry on then. So then she said, but I feel I have to share that last March, after four years of challenging behavior and aggression that could not be treated with training or medication or consistent loving dog ownership, Lambie went to live at an amazing professional facility in Los Angeles where an awesome person named whatever, who is educated in rescue dogs specific trauma, loves him so hard. Blah, blah, blah. Hold on. No, this next sentence is really crucial. Okay. Sorry. So you got to read it because we'll come back to it. Lambie suffered terrible abuse as a pup that made him, made having him in a typical home environment dangerous to him and others. We need to be responsible to ourselves, our neighbors, and especially our beloved boy. Okay. So that's that's the crucial part. Okay. Um, And, you know, she just goes on for men- much more. There's a P.S. And it ends with, you will always have been your dog's first stop outside shelter life and that's beautiful it's encouraging people to continue rescuing dogs okay and so from here it took a turn because the shelter from which she rescued it called bark Mm b-a-r-c in brooklyn was like actually the dog had no no behavior issues that we were aware of right lena yeah is is we don't know we don't know anything about this and from there just spun out of control and then there was a lot of there was a lot of back and forth of of slamming Lena, then defending Lena. A lot of right. opinions being had, and then another writer for the New York Times Magazine, Taffy Ackner, added um, a coda on this by saying that her sister was Lena's vet, and that Lena was not in the wrong. And my main question after this entire situation is: Is that do HIPAA laws apply to <laughs> yeah. vets? Okay, as well? all right. Are we doing questions? I can't believe I sat silently through all of that. I didn't. I only interjected once, which is really hard for me. Okay, I do want to ask the HIPAA question, but let's start at the beginning. So okay. here, the summary, as you pointed out, is that it was just a media uh, nightmare. Yes, and everyone behaved badly publicly. Every single person, except for the dog, who's now healthy. Um, just lost their minds. And I do think it's because it was sort of this perfect internet scandal and that there is it's it's extremely petty and everyone's okay. Like yes. just it's only feelings that are hurt over I listen, it's important to like give healthy homes to dogs. I don't want to I'm who, not a huge dog person, but the, like what was the name of the um Price's Right host? Bob Bob Barker. Bob yeah. Barker. He would have agreed as well. Yeah, he it, was but, a dog rights activist. Respect respect all life. Like so sure. that's Do you feel like about spiders? No, I let's not get into veganism. No, that's like a whole other thing. Sorry, Um, that was so mean. It's just like, you know, I don't want to diminish the importance of like, you know, being nice to dogs or whatever. But this is very low stakes. This is very silly. And people responded accordingly. Um, This is in part because the. The, per- the spokesperson for the Bark Shelter, which is apparently like a very reputable shelter. I know a lot of people in Brooklyn who have gotten dogs from there and said it was like very great, and including cool. our colleague Roger Sherman. Oh yeah, he's a big Bark fan. Um, his interview is one of the most transcendently petty interviews that I have read in some time. This person has a real gift for giving just brutal quotes. I would like to read a couple of them. Um, Please do. When she adopted the dog from us, it wasn't crazy, Vasquez continued. I have pictures of the dog loving on Lena and her mom, which is weird if the dog was abused. It wouldn't be cuddling with her or be in the bed with her, quote, boyfriend, end quote, in the pages of Vogue. <laughs> which is Why just, does boyfriend have to go in I quotes? don't know, but it's so mean. That's just, it's, yeah. Who's okay. that? It's also just, like, it's mean to Lena. It's mean to Jack. Yeah. It's mean to the it's, concept of boyfriends. Yeah, but it's, it's also, really bad. 
I know, but it's so funny though. It's like wanna... it's artful. This is this is how this is how this to is be how mean. you do it. Yeah, this is how to throw someone under the bus in public. This is a master class. Um, can I read the other? Carrie, Just like yes, please do. Quote. You know, there are some other. He explains, you know, that they have a process and the records aren't the same, and they wouldn't have given a, put a dog in a situation where they didn't think the owner could handle it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it ends with, it's just hard to believe the dog was nasty when she took Lambie to every green room with her when girls was still a thing four years ago. Oh, my God. Ah, that's so good. It's so, listen, that's just, if you ever need to insult someone, that's how to do it. That's, there's, that's there's art. Now there's a text for you to refer to. It's art. Um, does this, this, this shady interview mm-hmm. make you side with Lena or side with the bark? Because I am not a dog person, but I'm definitely on Team Lena here. Yeah, I would say, I mean, this is brutal. And like, and I'm gleefully taking, I, listen, I'm on the record gleefully taking joy in it um, just because it is. I'm happy to have a feud in which I'm comfortable taking a side. Exactly. Like, yeah. it, it feels great to have an opinion and let it free. Listen, but yeah, of course I feel bad for her. She like she had a dog that she loved and that she didn't know how to take care of or couldn't take care of. Oh, and that didn't even factor into then, my thinking. Like, oh yeah, oh that's <laughs> what I feel bad about. I'm just like, oh, this was probably hard for you. I believe that it was emotionally traumatic and you missed this dog, and now people are just being dicks to you on the internet. Which like, let's be clear, this person is just being like very rude on the so internet. Rude. Um, I can't believe Vogue also ran this. It's in Vogue, right? This the- interview. Oh, is it? Oh, no. I thought you said that. Oh, no, 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 no. That's from his quote. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, no, this is on Yahoo Celebrity. Oh, great. I guess so. <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think they're just, where this started. I think Yahoo they're Celebrity. just being really petty. And then I think everyone else, like, it's hard for me to say that everyone was too mean when I'm just on here being like, ah, this is hilarious. But there was a level of viciousness to it. Um, oh, yes. She gets so much hate. People just hate yeah, her. Yeah, of course. She does. And it's like, it doesn't, it is not, as they say, a proportionate response to the thing that's going on and is actually pretty mean. I just think most people are just mean. This is a really petty in a beautiful way, this yeah. particular interview. And I have respect for that without being like, oh, I, you know, I feel sorry for her. Everyone piles on. I think everyone also did really seize that opportunity of this is a very low stakes, um, petty moment where I can really let out a lot of frustration about other issues on this. Yeah, we just we just spent like twenty minutes tiptoeing around like racial appropriation yeah. and like revenge porn. Exactly, it feels invigorating to have a fight over a social media Absolutely. post and whether or not. A dog that is now totally fine. Exactly. The dog's <laughs> fine. The dog's fine. The so dog's we... fine. Lena's fine. Bark yeah. is fine. Everyone's fine. It feels great to have a good old-fashioned scandal in which we could take a side. So thank you, Lena Dunham. It was fantastic. You've done us a service. We needed this. This is what summer is for. It was really invigorating is the word. Triumphant. Just ridiculous. It's great. We just don't need to... Just don't need to so many of our celebrity scandals require delicate discussion. That's very true. This is not. No. It was great. Because everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. The dog like, is healthy. I feel like this is begging for like some kind of short off-Broadway musical, this whole, <laughs> this whole situation. Like the people who wrote Avenue Q, are they available for this? <laughs> I feel like this would be really good fodder. That's yeah. that's how I feel about this. It's it's great. All right. Let's DTR. Two big relationships to get into. Speaking, let's just transition from one squad member to two others. Oh, sure. Yeah. DTR, Lord and Taylor Swift. 
Yes. So, short version, Lord was on an Australian morning show, mm-hmm. Sunrise, the Australian Today, mm-hmm. promoting her new album. They asked her about the squad, and she rolled her eyes and was like, I don't really hang out with those people that much. Yes. And then felt the need to issue a three-paragraph. It's not a notes app. What do you think this app is that she's... Is this Word where she's writing this apology that she screenshotted and put on Twitter? Yeah, it looks like the default um, font of Microsoft Word. So So I guess she's not into Google Docs. She's probably scared of the cloud. She had to issue a three-paragraph clarification about how Taylor is a dear friend. All all small, small case, no capital letters. I feel that... um, the tyranny of not using capital letters has gone too far. I I'm really opposed to it. I I just don't know why we can't capitalize our our first sent, first character after a period people or the beginning of a line. Is that in all situations? It's with too many people I text with. Okay. And, I text and, and yeah. Lord as well. Yeah. No, this is true. Although this is you don't capitalize in Slack, do you? I can't I, remember. It depends on depends on how lazy I'm feeling. It really goes back and forth. I don't capitalize in Slack. Or on Gchat. Well, this is why you should capitalize in Slack. Right. Because you don't want people to be able to easily tell when you're on your phone. Oh. Because on your phone, it will auto-capitalize auto Oh, that's for interesting. You. I was just saying, I think, okay, that's a great tip. <laughs> and that's a classic Juliet moment. <laughs> I'm such a crazy stalker. No, it's good. It's smart. That's important. Like, that's a great work tip for everyone. Just so you guys know. It's like, it's like you got to take the send from my iPhone out of your email signature just so no one knows where you are at any given time. See, I leave that as a power move and also to indicate why my email, my, my response is short. Ah, I'm just. But why do people need to know? People need to take what they get from you and when they get it. That's you know what? I just, I'm just always. I don't know. I'm just. I, I think I've revealed the depths of my crazy. I think it's on great this episode. I was just yelling about like <laughs> you know a fucking dog. So whatever. Anyway, back to Lord and her three paragraph. Wait, no, no. I want to go back to. Oh. I was just thinking about the capitalization. I don't think I'm consistent because I try to like paint with all the colors in the paint box or something sure. but does that make me a psychopath no i don't think so okay i think stringently being like no caps or all caps is crazier right. yeah and i just think that the the no caps is a real choice that i i know several people to make and i don't support it and then i feel like pressured into it because i feel like it looks weird i don't know i, I don't like it in a casual text. It is very, if one person is doing no caps and punctuation and the other person is writing in complete sentence, it's like very stark. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. It's like talking to a parent who still puts like the periods and the love mom on the I end know. of everything. What, which what, is, are, what is this? A generation of E.E. E. Cummings is? Like, yeah, come on. It's very weird. Anyway, Lord issued a three, three paragraph clarification via Twitter, not on the notes app, no capital letters. And, you know, it's just like. <laughs> I'm sorry, what a time. Like, like everything you just said is really important. And it's just like no capital letters means one thing in the not in the notes app means one thing. What a world we're living in. I know. It's sick. what a midsummer jam. What a serious Continue. Like, a stone fruit jam. Um and she says, I can imagine her saying this in her Kiwi accent. Really shitty to wake up to headlines about whether or not you've jumped ship on someone you deeply respect and ride for. I want to say one more time that Taylor has been there for me in all my dark and light moments these past five years. All of them. I feel truly terrible that it would ever seem like I wasn't faithfully her person. I fucked up an interview question. Now go sip a beverage and head out on a walk. Do you I, buy this? I like I like that I wasn't faithfully her person. Massive shout out to my my one true queen, Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. Rhimes. 
the impact of the you're my person. It's everywhere. That is a really, that's it's a linguistic so change that she made. Absolutely. And if you don't know, it's how Meredith and Christina used to refer to each other to differentiate between their relationship versus mm-hmm. their romantic relationships. It's honestly one of the best contributions to the language of friendship, like probably in the history of English. 100% agree. It's so beautiful. I feel emotional talking about mm-hmm. it. Uh, I think that's beautiful. I would really be willing to put money down on the fact that Lord doesn't know where that's from. Agree. Well, can no. you? Okay. No. You think Lord's watching Grey's? In like a hipster way. Can't you imagine that? Of like, Maybe. you on know, Netflix, when she was like on, on her tour her, bus. Yeah, on her weird breakup binge or whatever and was like, and now I'm like really into sitting in hotel rooms and watching Grey's. I could see that happening. Shonda Rhimes is kind of like the Bronte of our generation. It's true. I, I actually mean that. I'm not saying that facetiously. She's I don't like, think you were. <laughs> I actually I think I need to write about this. Thanks thanks for the okay, idea. That's and, great. Anyway. <laughs> um I I do buy this. I think Lord's very earnest. Here are two things I have to okay. say. So I watched the interview in question. Okay. And it's funny that you said you could imagine her Kiwi accent, because I am still just completely thrown by it. That's not an accent I'm interacting with on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And I, I do have a hard time parsing it. Mm-hmm. So I it may be I don't feel like I have a total handle on the uh, inflection and body language, except to say that I saw that eye roll, and that was like an eye roll. Mm. And I, I think it's probably an eye roll to the concept of squad, um, which I understand. And I would also, I, I have a group of female friends, and if you call them a squad, I, you know, would also physically convulse. So I get it. Also, one thing that I wouldn't like is like just because I'm friends with someone who has a squad right. doesn't mean the squad is my squad. Right. And I think, I, I think the other thing. I think that's just a basic reaction to a word that is very annoying right now. I do suspect it's a little bit of reaction to the specific squad in question. Mm. It's not a, it's not a good time to be a part of that squad. No. Which again, I just can't believe how long it has been of just Taylor hiding in the dark. I know. Um but I I honestly Lord's trying to sell an album. I don't think that's a good association for her, especially with the per- people that she's marketing the album to. Totally. She's trying to be like a kind of like an out. She's like she's like sort of an outsider. Yes. The outsider who's yeah. in. Yeah. Um I I on, I don't think that it's that I don't think that's what she was thinking. I it possibly a little subconscious, but I and I think I actually do believe that she's friends with Taylor Swift and she feels bad about this. I, I don't think Lord's like a bad person. Um, but as you said immediately, like it's a little protesting too much. Yeah. There's something going on here. Like it, it was kind of an honest reaction. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We all have our friends. We got our uh, friendships, eb- friendship ebbs and flows. And yeah. that's, that's totally okay. Yeah. Good luck to them. I believe in friendships. Yeah. Um, another DTR. This one is hard for me. Ben Why? Af- ben Affleck and his new GF, so allegedly Lindsay well, Shukas. not that, possibly not that new. Right. So Ben Affleck um, has been seen at his gas station and at his Starbucks, his two spots. Where he's Wasn't pho- there also a pizza place? Yeah, he, he's been photographed ad nauseum for like the last five years with a new woman who is not Jennifer Garner, not new to him or to the people who've known her her whole life, but new to us. Her name is Lindsay Shukas. Mm-hmm. Her husband, her ex-husband, was the writer, is the writer, head writer on Late Night with Seth, Seth Meyers or whatever his yeah. show is called. And she's a she's the music supervisor or the music booker for Saturday Night Live. Yes. And it's rumored that they have had a fling off and on for many years. And then it was rumored that there was an, a Twitter account started by her to combat these rumors, but it turned out to not be her. And they seem to be an item. So they're definitely an item. We yes. know that to be true. Yes. Um, 
I'm reading from People. Okay, please carry, Multiple carry on. sources have told People that Affleck and Sugar started having an affair in 2013, two years before the actor and Garner announced their separation. Um, she has since publicly denied this. Like, she took to Facebook and was like, I'm not commenting except mm-hmm. to say there, there's no affair. I still, People is still supposed to be pretty reliable. Mm-hmm. They've also been the, like, Bible for the Garner Afflecks. Right. Um, so it's, this is these multiple sources are probably on one side. Yeah. Um, I find it really hard to believe. Just because, as you noticed, noted, the amount of time, the amount he's been photographed. Yeah. And the number of rumors and um, other people that he's been linked to, et cetera. Yeah. I just don't know how he would pull it off, frankly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I don't really, I don't know. I just have such a soft spot for Ben Affleck. It's inexplicable. So do I. Just, I just, I just want the best from him and for him. I, I agree. I hope he sorts it all out. Me too. I'm, I, I think our DTR is that they're definitely dating now because they went and got pizza, <laughs> um, and that our other DTR is like unclear. And I, I mean, I normally trust people. I'm sort of trying to figure out what sources I even trust anymore because you can't totally trust Us Weekly and um, I wonder whether People is kind of messing with its formula. Yeah, I don't know what People's formula is these days. I don't really either. It's a good point. Um, okay. That was invigorating. Just like the Lammy fight. The second half of this podcast is making me feel great. Okay, I'm so glad. Um, let's move on to our final segment of the day. Yes. One thing just can't stop thinking about. You go first. Um, Oh, okay. This is classic me. Um, I hope it has to do with Martha Stewart or gardening. No, though. I forgot to tell you that I bought um, an old Martha Stewart's first book, Entertaining. Like, I bought a copy of it on vacation, like, at a used bookstore, and it's really glorious. Cool. Um, No, it's about skincare. It's about the rock skincare routine. (laughs) Wonderful. Which someone just tweeted out, like, I really need to know what the rock skincare routine is. And then the rock himself responded. Ha, yes, ma'am. Neutrogena deep cream face wash, Lancer or La Mer creams, and tequila often. Not on your face, but drinking it. Winky face. Oh. I think that this is a great little life manual. And I would. it made me realize that I would definitely buy into The Rock as a lifestyle guru. Definitely before presidential candidate. Thank you. Okay, this is great. You've got the drugstore face wash. You've got the splurge treat yourself face cream. La Mer is like very mm-hmm. nice. And then tequila because you got to enjoy life. That's the secret to great skin. This is great. He should just go ahead and sell this right now. The Rock has got everything going right. It's true. Except he sometimes he things. Except sometimes he like complains too much about critics. But yes, yeah, occasionally. Um, that's okay. It. This is a great regime. Yes, I think it does sound great. Also, I like that it begins with, like a very pedestrian product. I do too. I like the mix. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It all makes sense. Okay. Um. All right. Mine is an Instagram from Diane von Furstenberg. Yeah, okay, this is incredible. <laughs> and, you know, celebrities love to go on vacation in the summer, as we all do, except their vacations are way better. And this summer, um, there's a crew hanging out in Tahiti, I think in Bora Bora, and the real DVF cop- captured part of some of her travel companions, and they included... Bradley Cooper and his main squeeze and baby mama, Irina Shayk, mm-hmm. who, who honestly, like, she has the Alicia Vikander thing where she looks different in every single photograph. Yeah, very true. Um, Ricky Van Veen and Allison Williams, who are married. Yes. He started College Humor, and she was Marnie on Girls and Now and Forever. And Anderson Cooper of CNN, 
And they're just out on the seas, living the good life. I wouldn't go to Bora Bora in the summer, to be honest. Like, to me, I'm just like, well, you don't need to go that far for warm beach weather. I would save that for, like, January, February, but that's just me. It's a great point, though. Maybe they're actually looking for privacy, except for when they publish it on Instagram. I think there's other, I don't know. Go to, you know what seems like a very good private place to go on vacation? Because it doesn't seem cool. Yeah. Florida Keys. I've never been. They're very nice. I've heard they're nice. I would, I would, I think that would be one of my spots. Not that far away. You have to go to like an interior key. You can't go to Key West. Okay, that's just because Key, you know, Key West sure. is like the the famous one. Sure, um, it's nice there. It's pretty humid. Okay, I bet Tahiti is too. Uh, I mean, I guess in the summer, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is a real crew together. Um, what do you think, Bradley Cooper? I just want, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just think the connection here is Barry Diller. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is it Diane's yacht or Barry Diller's yacht? I think it's Barry Diller's. He's the okay. this is this is a media skewing crowd. Um, IAC Barry Diller's company bought College Humor. Yes, and Anderson Cooper is in the media. He's, part He's of, so true. Part of the fake news network yes, yes. known as CNN. Um, and Bradley Cooper, I mean, he's just all over the place. I love I love Bradley Cooper. We got two Coops here. It's a little overwhelming. I know. I love B Coops though. I don't know why, but I just really enjoy him. Is that a Live Nation tank yes, top? Yes, he's wearing he's a wearing? Live Nation tank top. It looks like a t-shirt, which he cut the, the, the arms off, which is really weird for like an adult man to do that, but <laughs> that's fine. Um, it's just really weird. I don't know. But the thing is, I don't find... I, I, I bet they have a lot to talk about this group. I, I just feel like they're kind of like all on the same wavelength. Who do you think is dominating the conversation? Bradley Cooper. I 100% agree with you. It's Absolutely. Bradley Cooper just being like, Anderson, here is another take that I have. Yeah. And Anderson's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Interesting. Okay. Definitely. Oh, I forgot. Also, we have the Brian Williams, Anderson Cooper, like cable news network connection. There's just a lot going on here. People oh, yeah. have things in common. And Bradley Cooper, even though he's with Irina Shayk, who's like a really hot supermodel, mm-hmm. and he um, is an Oscar nominee and like one of the most famous actors in the world, I think is actually a really regular guy as far as actors go. Like he lived, with, he lived in Philadelphia with his mom until like five years ago. I just think that's. I think he's just weird. I don't know what's going right. on with him. He's weird. He's just like always but dressing like, like people are weird. John Misty and like making burnt and like limitless and most I can't un- figure it out. Most under discussed thing about Bradley Cooper is his hair plugs. This man has got great hair right here, <laughs> and I've been. Well, I I remember him on Jack and Bobby. That's not the hairline he had in okay. in two thousand and four. Okay, and I support it. I think he looks great. Yeah. Can I related to hair? Can yeah. I just about once a month I think about. Have I said this on a podcast already? I don't like, think so. I would, if we as a global community could agree to just turn our heads while Prince William just got full hair plugs mm. and a full head of hair mm. and just restored it, and he does it, and we all agree to never talk about it, never acknowledge it, never make him feel guilty. Like, I do you think that that would work? Yeah, I just really think we should. The, do that. the English, the English people did yeah. it for Wayne Rooney. They can do I, it for their prince. Okay. <laughs> okay. On that note, we support you. Do what you will with your hair. Dye it, shave it off, get hair plugs, whatever you want. We'll accept you here on on Jam Session. That's very true. Um, Thanks to Lena Dunham and thanks to Hotel Tonight. Have a great week and we will be back soon. 